position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to this solemn occasion. This is episode number 200 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this glorious Friday, the 24th of August, 2354 Pacific Coast Time. That would make it for our sequel friends, 2018, uh, 0824 at 2354 p.m. Pacific Coast Time. Oh shit, someone's broken into the studio! Oh god, Ivor! Ivor Melina's holding up the whiskey Ivor, hit the gas! Hit the nerve gas, Ivor! Oh god, what do you want? What do you want? Now you listen to me. The program music is ironic of the judges in. Well, it's pretty good stuff. Pour it out, listen to it gargle. <laughs> Down the hatch, and now I think I want to hear some more of that jazzy stuff again. Okay, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a time for fear, but a time for celebration. <laughs> Ah, there we go. Ah, Ivor, you sneaky motherfucker. You played a trick on me, didn't you? You, uh, those holograms, they'll get you every time. Cheers, Ivor, you're fired. 
Thank you for uh, for cleaning out your desk. Fucking post haste. Welcome to the 200th episode of the Best Links Games podcast. Oh my goodness, 200th episode. Now, we had a huge show planned for this week. In fact, we thought that this show was happening last week, so we prepared a huge fucking show for it. In between then and now, something has occurred that totally is apropos to our 200th episode. Um, by the way, just in case I forgot it, uh, our, for our sequel friends, that would make it 2018-08-24. Uh, well, now it's, now it's after that. But anyway, we are clearing the decks to talk about Proton, which is the second biggest thing to happen in Linux gaming since, uh, Steam adopted, since Valve and Steam adopted, uh, Linux. Hang on, I gotta have this whiskey. I mean, it just has to be done. I'm holding it in my hand. Mm. Mm. Proton. We are clearing the decks to talk all Proton all the time this episode. Um, which is ironic because there, I can see how there are mixed feelings about Proton. Now, for those of you who don't know what the fuck Proton is, that's okay. We will, I will elucidate. Um, Proton is, has been developed in secret. Mm. Damn it, where the fuck are my cigarettes? Fuck! God damn it. Oh, there they are. Proton has been developed in secret by uh, Steam and Valve for who knows how long, but this week they dropped their beta. And what Proton is, is it's a fork, a customized fork of wine. You know, Windows, it, wine is not a Windows emulator, whatever the fuck it stands for, which I always get confused. I am rolling in, I'm, check this out, can you hear this? No, that is not what you might think it is. That is me rolling a lighter back and forth in my hands. Um, <coughs> Dick Stata, um, wine. So Steam has been d developing in secret this fork. It's a full-blown fork of wine that runs natively inside of Steam that enables you to play almost any Windows game pseudo-natively within your native running Steam client. No more having to do Steam installs in Wine prefixes. Now, it's not perfect. It's still in beta. But this is the goal. No more having to do uh, Steam installs inside of Wine prefixes to run your favorite Windows games in a complex mishmash of fucking memory-eating bullshit. No. Now on, from now on, and there's so many things to talk about in terms of this, but from now on, the goal is that your the Windows games that you, you may have or that you may buy will run natively, pseudo-natively, in Linux. This accomplishes... Okay, so before we get into the holy war that this is inevitably going to cause, let's talk about the last four years of this show and our relationship to wine. 
We have tried not to ever review games in early access or games that are only available online with a future promise of coming out for Linux. There's a reason for this. The reason is simple. Because it's complex. I mean that seriously. I'm not making a joke. The reason why we don't review games, or we try not to do it for games that only run in wine, is that wine is not the goal. Wine has never been the goal for this podcast. We do not cover wine games. Um, the same way that like we don't make it our main beat to cover MAME and emulation and ROMs and stuff like that. Although we have gone over to, you know, we, we've done some features on them. There, in terms of four years, 200 episodes worth of fucking content, um, they are a minuscule proportion uh, in comparison. Why is that? Because they are complicated to set up for your average user. And the promise of Steam was that, Steam on Linux, was that it would be a one-click install. It would be something your mother could do. Even on, you know, Mint 18. Your mom could handle it. Um, and I don't mean that as a pejorative. I mean that as the truth. That's always been my goal. In fact, long before I ever found Jupiter Broadcasting, about, like, six or seven years ago, um... I had begun trying to come up with software solutions for my mom that involve Linux. And my mom is not... My mom is a brilliant individual. I love her dearly. But my mom hates technology the same way that Trump hates the truth. Um, so. Okay. Alright, alright, hang on. I have to refocus here. I'm pouring more whiskey. I just can't believe we made it to 200 episodes. So Proton is a secret thing that wine, that Steam and Valve have been developing that is a custom interface layer. It's invisible. You can't see it. You can't taste it. You can't touch it. It's like radiation. Although, except for like radiation will kill you, this makes you stronger. Now we'll get to the holy war about whether or not it makes us stronger in a moment. But I want to play some sound for you. Let's see if this will work. Oh, damn, that'll work. That'll fucking work. Give it a moment. Give it a moment. Wait. F Here's what I want you to listen to. How is this possible? Welcome to the King of Iron Fist Tournament 7. Eddie Gordo. Blind Eddie Gordo! Right now, what we're doing. So, what this means is that what you're hearing behind us are the sounds of us playing Tekken 7. Me as Eddie Gordo in arcade mode because um, I didn't want to wait for an online opponent. This is running natively inside of Linux, quote unquote natively. But then again, this kind of goes down to the. Uh, Ontological, epistemological, not epistemological, that's, I, I don't even understand what that word means, but I do know what ontological means. The ontological essence of Linux. What does this mean? That I can now play a Windows game seemingly natively in Linux. This is Tekken 7. For Christ's sake. I just kicked the shit out of that, that bitch, by the way. Um, you're welcome. She deserved to die. The... <laughs> 
It is impossible to overstate how humongous a change this is going to be in terms of the Linux development environment for games. The first way is that it's good. First of all, by the way, I got, I, I almost forgot. I have to thank a uh, friend of the show, Beardy J from Steam, who uh, pinged me with this news uh, earlier this week. I almost did a special episode, but I knew that we were coming up to episode 200, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to fuck with it, but thank you so much, Beardy J, for sharing, sharing this intelligence with us. Um, so it's going to reshape everything. It's uh, literally, in the immortal words of uh, friend Jeff, Jeffy Wise, um, I was like, it's going to rebalance everything. And he's like, oh, so it's like the Darth Vader of video games. And I'm like, you know, that's actually really accurate because it's an emergent force that has been kept in secret that no one knew about that is super powerful and will change everything yeah that sounds a lot like Anakin Skywalker but anyway so it rebalances everything and the, the first I mean this is going to be a time of chaos is what I predict over the next you know eh, 6 to 18 months because this is just in beta they just released this this week in beta. Now, before I, I, I... God, there's so many things to attack you with here. First thing is, don't run out and buy all the Windows games that you've not been able to play on Linux. First things first. In your Steam client, go to Steam in the top left, you know, in your Steam client, go to Settings, and then under account, go to beta participation and change that to Steam beta update. Second thing is on the very bottom of the settings page, way below account, underneath shader pre-caching and controller and all that shit, at the very bottom it should say Steam Play. Make sure that Enable Steam Play for supported titles on that page is checked. And then under Advanced, where it says you can use Steam Play to test games in your library that have not been verified with a support compatibility tool, click on Enable Steam Play for all titles. And then read the Steam Play fact, by the way. But optionally also select a compatibility tool, which is, which is what Proton is. And that's actually a really good way of describing it. It's a compatibility tool. Then see what Windows games that you might have licenses for will actually install natively on Linux. Um, In fact, you might want to not do the the advanced checkbox before you just see if you have anything that you can play automatically because the stuff that plays automatically plays automatically like Tekken 7 which is crazy because Namco has absolutely zero interest and never has had anything above zero interest in ever developing a port for Linux of any of their fucking games I can now play Tekken 7 pseudo natively on my Linux box this is astonishing it is a one-click install. It is as simple to install 
as any other game. The controller works out of the box. Everything works out of the box. I've played online. I, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now, of course, I do suck at Tekken 7 because I haven't played Tekken since Tekken 3. Fuck, 10,000 years ago? Something like that? Um, But I can now play Tekken 7 on my Linux box with a controller like a normal first-class citizen, which is fucking amazing. Um, other games that have gotten to work are... Okay, wait, hang on. We got we got to slow our roll here. This is why we're sweeping the next because there's a lot of stuff to talk about here. The first thing is in the show notes, and if not in the show notes, then in um the uh, not the show notes, the show blurb. Because Jupiter Broadcasting has show notes. We have show blurbs. I know because it's sad that we have to go to that depth of linguistic obfuscation to conceal the fact that. You know, every show has a show note and blah. At least we don't say it's a rundown. <laughs> so in the rundown, um, you can find a link to a page, a Google document that shows, once again, thank you, courtesy of Beardy J, that shows what games actually run under Proton in its current beta form. Now, to the Holy War. Games that I've gotten to run, by the way, are uh, Yakuza 0. I've gotten uh, Cuphead to run, but without sound, which is pernicious, considering that's a, basically a music game. More or less. I mean, it's a lot of good old swing music, which I love. Um, Burnout Paradise, I couldn't get to run at all. Bayonetta, I get a black screen. Um, but this is week one of the beta of Proton. So here are the good things about Proton, before we get to the Holy War. It provides a focus, a a target, for developers to work towards a format, like almost like an API, where developers who are developing games for Windows no longer have to set aside a separate uh, team, or separate time, or separate budget. All of those things are, are intermingled. They're, you know, they're all they're all tied up together um, to release at a later date, unspecified a Linux port of their game. Instead, what they can now develop towards instead of having to develop towards a wine goal, which is very complicated, it's fucking complicated for the end users to fucking pick up your game via wine. I mean, but it, it, it would wine has always seemed to be, up until Flatpak, seem to be the virtuous circle of forcing developers to make more games that were Linux compatible with minimal effort. Well, now they don't even have to do that. Now, Steam and Valve are the arbiter of what will run on Linux, and that means, because it's their own fork of wine, that's what Proton is, it's their own fork of wine, that means they know I'm I'm hoping, I'm assuming, which is bad, because you know what they say when you make an assumption, makes an ass out of you and me with an umption. An umption bumptious! Um that's right. Thank you, Ivor. Ivor's holding up the more whiskey sign. Mm. But what this means is that for all sizes of developers, from 
Dead Cells all the way through to uh, Call of Duty or whatever, they now have a very specific API goal to maintain compatibility with Steam's Linux compatibility layer between Windows and Linux and Wine. The best part about this is that all you have to do to enable it is do as I do as I told you. Go to settings, go to uh, enable the beta, which which is weird because like I, I've enabled the beta many times, you know, before and since, but never has anything like this ever come down the beta pike for Steam. Um, enable the beta. And, uh, check out the link in the show notes, in the, in the show blurb, in the whatever, to the Google Doc document that shows you what, how everything is tested so far. This is like week one shit. Literally, it was the 23rd that I looked at that list. Every game had been tested on the 22nd. Um, so it's fast and furious coolest thing about this is that it might make it easier for older games that have absolutely no potential of ever coming up uh, to being port. Like, Sega does, is not interested in porting anything to Linux. Sega doesn't give a fuck. But, if Proton makes it so that Sega still doesn't have to give a fuck but just hires three programmers for one week to fucking upgrade Bayonetta, for instance, so that it's completely compatible with the with the uh, Proton interface layer, whatever the fuck you want to call it, then bam, all you have to do is buy Bayonetta on your normal native Steam client. You know, uh, it's not one of the supported uh, games that's been like pre-vetted, pre-audited, or whatever. Um, but with some tweaking, you might be able to get it to work. But the cool thing is, is once people start, once this starts catching on, once this is out of beta, this has the potential to rebalance everything. Now, everything is a big term. Because I know that there are people, myself included, who are somewhat reticent. I don't know. I don't know if myself, I don't know if I include myself in this number, but somewhat reticent to cede con- total control over everything to Steam because this is property technically that you own. Even though you don't have a hard copy of it, you own a license for it. So it's not entirely free and open source. It's not FOSS at all. Because it it's still um, closed source software that you're getting to run kind of you know, Stallman would say that we should make these businesses fail, but for them, you know, leasing to us software as a service, um, more or less, that's kind of what it is, because you're still on the hook to Steam. If Steam goes away, you lose all the games that you've ever had. But, as a massive step forward, I can think of nothing short of Steam launching their you know when when they when they when Steam and Valve put their put their money behind uh, Linux for their Steam OS, this is the perfect solution 
for all of the problems that I have, you know, ripped my hair out on this podcast, especially over the last year and a half, where I've just had darkening, darkening sensations, darkening fears that, you know, the first person shooters that are the biggest and the best won't ever be ported to Linux until they're far too late, until it's, it's like, you know, two years have gone by and there's no one else playing them, then they'll release them. This could change all of that. This could absolutely change all of that. Um, we'll have to look at, at what happens over the next few months, but this is going to rebalance a lot. I mean, wow, it's going to reconfigure a lot of things. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, gaming is a commercial prospect. To develop a video game is a commercial thing. This is a problem for Linux users because we make up less than 1% of the total market for computer games. But that is computer gaming. So, and meanwhile, of course, we do run the fucking internet. I mean, like, the backbone of the internet, all the infrastructure of the internet, I mean, that's all Linux. Um, so, fuck, I mean, you know, Linux, Solaris, you know, blah, 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 BSD, etc., etc., etc. Call it what you will, it's all basically free and open source software these days. Mm. Although Sun, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Unimportant. Unimportant. We're, we, we don't need to get into the weeds on that. But games have always been commercial, which is why I was so excited when Steam threw their money behind Linux for SteamOS. This is the perfect perfect solution to like everything that I have ranted about for so long. Because first there was Flatpak. Okay, first there was Wine. Wine which never worked. Wine which was always very complicated. Wine which was always very difficult to wrap your mind around. Wine which was basically the gateway to MAME, in my opinion. Because, like, that's how I came to MAME. I was like, I'm fucking tired of trying to make anything work under wine. This is like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. A thousand years ago. I told you you should have gotten a snack. Um, anyway, the bottom line is Wine was hard to use. Wine is still hard to use. And now that Steam is retiring Windows XP compatibility, that opens up the door to endless... Um, I mean, Steam is retiring... X, uh, retire, bleh, now that Steam is retiring Windows XP compatibility um, from the Steam client... That means that you can't as easily run games that require controllers inside of Wine prefixes that are designed to run Steam. Case in point, Pinball Arcade. Um, I had to switch it up to Windows 7, and Windows 7 does not recognize my controller because I can't remember which way it goes because it's ridiculous and I've tried everything um, long before this happened, but direct input and X input, something like that, are two different things, and Microsoft sees them in two different ways, and they're built into the driver for wine in two different ways, and bottom line is that if you're running Windows 7, it's going to be very difficult to get your your um, your controller recognized in wine. Well, this solves all of those fucking problems. Ba-bam! Even in beta, I can play Tekken 7 it's really solid. 
it's not entirely 100% rock solid, like, if I had to play a tournament for my life, I mean, first of all, I suck at Tekken 7, because I haven't played in 15 years, but whatever, um, last Tekken I played was Tekken 3, but, I could barely get it to run in wine, and when I say barely, I mean I got to run in wine one time where I could actually control my character and stuff. And then I n- I never gotten it to run again since then until Proton. And when Beardy J told me about Proton, I was like, oh, well, let's try Tekken 7 because it surely will not work. Oh no, it fucking works. It fucking works. Rock solid. I mean, not rock solid stable, but it it's you can play for three hours. Nothing will happen. It'll be fine. Um, pretty amazing Yakuza 0 which is a game that I've never played but I bought it and I played it um, it's not I, I was not blown away by the game because um, it's like all in Japanese and stuff um, it's like Japanese Grand Theft Auto played that Cuphead works great except for there's no sound um, I'm looking forward to over the next few weeks playing Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition which ostensibly runs very well I'm running Mint 18.3 right now, a lot of these run really well, ostensibly according to the Google Doc um, under uh, Mint 19 Mm. but let's contemplate on this 200th episode of this show what this means going forward for us because this will definitely siphon off a lot of the native Linux development, I would imagine. Because it's really just it's 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 not a it's not a token, it's a it's a gateway for people who make of all scales and sizes games that are made for Windows, but which have promised or would like to offer Linux support, which they should. Um, a gateway to it, even though they are Windows developers. So not many of them actually run Windows, or actually run Linux, which makes it very difficult for them, especially if on the independent side of the scale, to test and do quality assurance passes across all these fucking distributions, blah, blah, blah. This is where Steam has stepped in. So all the complexities of configuring Wine for yourself, all the complexities of developing games for you know, Windows first and then Linux all of those complexities basically fall away what you're left with is basically essentially an API, more or less that developers can work towards that's easy, it has a series of checkboxes for fuck's sake um, I mean if it doesn't yet, it will have a series of checkboxes for fuck's sake the developers can just like fucking check off like does this game conform to this does it not conform to this okay so then what are we going to do about this and betwixt the three I don't know betwixt twixt twixt betwixt I don't know betwixt the three between twixt nuggets and nothing she'll at least show you some flake betwixt the three you should be able to churn out a humongous backlog of Windows games that are now available for Linux, like Bayonetta, Burnout Paradise, Bulletstorm, Full Clip Edition, Cuphead, Thief, Ultra Street Fighter 4, which is a game I hate, but that's okay, um, No Man's Sky, uh, Tekken 7. And why do I I sound so positive about this? Because Tekken 7 
actually runs with all, it runs like it is natively. Like it is being natively run. Like, so all of the online shit, all of like, I want to fight someone else. I can do that. I can just jump online and I, it's easy. It's just like it is in the game. Um, and that is a huge, huge thing for me. That and the fact that the controller works. This is less than fucking five days into this glorious beta. Yes, this will siphon away, I estimate, uh, development in actual native Windows, in actual native Linux, Linux titles. But, and that's bad. But Steam itself, if you're playing games on Steam already, then that means that you've kind of ceded away your your right to bitch about not having any games available for Linux because now you have all these games available for Linux and you are you know, I mean, no one's happy to trade away freedom for slavery slavery in this case being um, being enthralled to the uh, the Steam client and the Steam network and the Steam store and the Steam everything but this has the potential to blow everything open I don't know where it's going to go I don't know what it's going to lead to but I do know that it's going to be an overall boon, this is my opinion actually, I don't know this for a fact this will be a boon a massive boon for Linux users who are currently trapped in dual boot hell holes where they have to fucking have Windows XP or uh, Windows 10, this will be a huge boon for gamers on Linux, because now we will not have to wait in the future ideally, I mean, we'll see where it goes but I don't think that we're going to have to wait in the future for inline releases just like as Chris Fisher would say, just like a first class citizen we won't have to wait for inline releases for Linux, we won't have to wait for two years for them to come out for Linux anymore we might have to wait three months, maybe, at the most. It depends on how much this takes off and how soon they can get this out of beta. And of course, we are talking about Steam and Valve, who are not very good at scheduling of anything. Blah, they're good at working on the next problem. They're like, they're a lot like me. Um, their comms team is kind of a fucking wreck. But that's just my humble opinion. No offense. And if comms team wants to talk to me about this stuff, then they can find me and blah, I've already sent in um, a request for comment, but uh, this is huge. This is huge. It's the biggest news that we've had since um, since our inception. Uh I would say the three biggest moments were, you know, blah, the inception of the, this podcast. I mean, not that we were the biggest news, but that, you know, Steam and Valve backed Linux as Steam OS. That, that was huge. That, I mean, that changed everything for all of us. That's why this podcast exists. And then the second thing was erroneous, which is when they reported that, uh, HTC Vive with Steam VR would be shipping with Linux support on day one, which is not true. It still doesn't really work in a lot of uh, cases at least my my VR setup right now is entirely crippled I'm contemplating what to do about that but there's lots of things, that, that'd be the second thing, 
And then the third biggest thing that's happened in our four years has been this. I'd also say the Steam Controller was pretty big, but nowhere near as big as VR, and nowhere near as big as Proton. You can also compile Proton yourself if you want, but it's a big pain in the ass, and I would not recommend it. You can get it on GitHub. Um, you can find links to that just by googling uh, Steam, Wine, and Proton. You can find a you can find it pretty easily. Um, so yeah. I mean, for our 200th episode, it does not get bigger than this. Now, for purists of you, I hate to disabuse you of the illusion that uh, Namco slash Sega, or whoever the fuck developed Tekken 7, let's look. Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco. Developer and publisher, both cases. I hate to disabuse you of the uh, illusion, the the delusion that uh, Bandai Namco had any interest in ever porting anything ever to Linux, especially any game that you've ever wanted to play. Um, because that's that was never going to happen. That was never ever going to happen. Bando, Bandai, Sega, Namco whole host of other developers that are tied heavily into PS4 development were never, ever, ever going to create ports for Linux. Now they don't have to. So if you're a, you know, a super hardcore purist, I can understand your uncomfortability with this, but by the same token, I can't understand your ability to pay for software via Steam and still maintain that position. If that makes any sense, it's, I'm not trying to make a. Try, I'm not trying to start a purity war over this, but that is basically where I think that uh, the biggest complaints will come down. In that, oh, I don't actually own my game; it's still software as a service. Well, software as a service is one thing, like when it's it's a graphics application, like Adobe CC or whatever, which is a fucking nightmare and. Christ, Christ Almighty, oh Jesus, please stop Adobe from fucking existing anymore and let's just fucking free and open source all of their fucking software suite. For reals, I mean it. Um, But anyway, I was compromised twice, by the way, by security breaches in Adobe due to work that I had to do um, with Adobe Creative Cloud, which is a shitty, shitty, overpriced uh, software stack that is not good and has been almost essentially entirely replaced by workalikes inside of native Linux running applications that you can download for free. Um, But there are still some aspects of it that I still needed. Um, Anyway, that is software as a service. Games are not software as a service. Games, especially games that require a server to be running, like a a real official server, quote-unquote. Like, you know, EA games or whatever the fuck. All of that could be going away in the very near future with this type of compatibility layer. This com- this type of compatibility tool that Proton has granted us. This is huge news. And so, I'm very pleased on our 200th episode of Jesus Christ. 200 episodes. You're right. More whiskey. Cheers, my friends. I want to thank every listener out there 
who's listen for I mean we've had our up times we, we've had our down times we've uh and it oh by the way and they would be 200 episodes in a row if it weren't for the fucking like second month of this show where I decided to take New Year's Eve off because I thought the show was not gonna I never could imagine that I'd be doing it for four years fucking later um, but I want to thank every listener, every fan, everyone who's joined the um, Best Things Games podcast group on Steam. I want to thank everybody, everyone who's within earshot of my voice. Um, thank you so much. Uh, and all the great friends I've met and made, etc. Um, both on here and on Twitch. Twitch is like way more effective, um, I think, in terms of uh, evangelizing this sort of stuff, like, because I can interact directly with you, so jump on the Twitch stream whenever you can um, I'm almost always there like, you know, after 5 o'clock I'm always there, around noon I'm always there, in the early morning I'm always there, I'm there three times a day and then late at night I am fucking always there um, it's great to interact with people on a direct one-to-one basis and see what they like and what, you know, blah 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 even though it has to be done through chat um, and our Steam numbers are still way up. Uh, again, we added another 250 fucking viewers this, this week, which is a lot, considering that for six months we had less than 500 viewers, well, you know, first five months, and six months in, seven months in, we had about a thousand viewers, and then over the last uh, three weeks, we've added 500 viewers, so that's a lot. That's more That's more growth than the podcast is experiencing. Doesn't mean that I'm going to stop doing the podcast. I love doing this podcast because uh, it's it's so pure. Um, it really is. It's, it's, it's I tell it like it is. And I don't have to play a game while I'm doing it. But anyway, that's our 200th ep- 200th. I can't more whiskey. Oh. So that is our 200th episode of the Best Links Games podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. And now, um, oh my God, he's back! Now you listen to me. The book out of music is erotic and the juggler's gin and a lot of pretty good stuff. Pour it out, listen to it gurgle. Little, 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 I'm put in my ear. <laughs> Down the hatch and now I think I want to hear some more out of jazzy stuff again. Okay, well. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a time for fear, but a time for celebration. <laughs> moral message, you know? Race relations thing, world peace thing, understanding brings love thing, love brings understanding, controversy a bit, you know, tough, you know, but uh, warm. Subtlety is not really our thing.
A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy yo. The internet is for poor. The internet is for poor. What are you doing? Why hey, hey, I think this is porn. Porn, porn, porn. A good idea. Hello, Kid Monster. You are ruining my song. Oh, me sorry. Me no mean to. Well, if you wouldn't mind, please, being quiet for a minute so I can finish. Okie dokie. Good. I'm glad we have this new technology. For porn. Don't keep fucking saying that to me! For porn. Oh, sorry. From your own desktop. For... You can research, browse, and shop. Until you've had enough and you're ready to stop. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Internet is for poor. The internet is for poor. A good idea. Hugging me, horns you porn, porn, porn. That's gross. That is a fact. Pervert. I like you. I'll get you a drink. Oh, really? You're a pervert. Normal people don't sit at home and look at porn on the internet. Oh? What? You have no idea. Ready, normal people? Ready. Good evening, pricks! <laughs> internet is horrible. Sorry, Kate. The internet is horrible. I masturbate. All these guys unzip their flies for porn, porn, The internet is not for porn! Flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. A good idea. Internet is for porn. I hate porn. Grab your dick and double click for porn. Porn, porn. I hate men. I'm leaving. I hate the internet. The internet is for internet is for internet is for porn. And wipe your hands. If I see a smudge, I will have you destroyed. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com.
to subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.